0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Bad on Paper podcast. I'm Olivia Mentor. And I'm Becca Freeman. And today we have such a fun episode. We had Grace on to talk about what she's been doing since she left the podcast and her new house, her Sarah Flint collaboration, and all of that. And then we talked about gifts for the holidays, and she brought some picks. Becca and I brought some gift picks as well. So this is a really fun one. I agree. Well, let's do some highs
1: and lows and then get into it. Tell me about your high. So last night I went to the National Book Awards, which was it's basically the fanciest awards that books
0: has. It looked so fancy. Very fancy. I was at like the Oscars of Books. I was like, is is Becca at a movie premiere? I was like very fancy. It was
1: very fancy. I got invited by Meta. And so, you know, everyone else was like a very serious person. And then it was like a table of books to gram people. This is so cheesy, but the best part was the acceptance speeches. It was clear that you were watching somebody live their lifetime achievement. This was the honor of a lifetime. And specifically, Google the speech that Saba Tahir gave, who wrote All My Rage. She won for Young People's Literature. And she was sobbing the whole way through. It's so emotional. It's so wonderful. You're just like, you're so happy for her. I haven't even read the book yet. And I'm so happy. I was so happy. I was crying for her. And then Imani Perry won for nonfiction and gave an incredibly beautiful speech.
0: That sounds really special. It was really, really inspiring. I'm going to have to look this up. I trust you.
1: I will send it to you after this. I have the timestamps that I gave to my friend Allie earlier. And then she cried watching here's speech. It was it was very wonderful. And it oh, was just like oh my the first time I've been to a black tie thing since COVID. So it felt very fun to be fancy and get dressed up and meet new people. So yeah, it was great. And everyone in books is so nice. I was talking to somebody about the difference between a book party and a fashion party, where at a fashion party, everyone's like too cool. And at a book party, <laughs> everyone's just like Nightmare. the nicest. So it was lovely. That sounds
0: so cool. I've never been to a book event.
1: Maybe we'll have one to day. change
0: that. Yeah, maybe one day. Tell me what your high is. My high. My high is slightly less inspiring, but my high is the TLC reality series Sister Wives. Okay. This is also my low. So, oh. just keep in mind this is a balanced this is a balanced thing. Um, have you ever seen this program?
1: No, I am familiar with the
0: HBO series is Oh, okay. Yeah, the fancy one. Um, it is sort of about the same thing. It's about A man with multiple wives, sister wives. Um, And it's been on for 17 seasons. Wow. 17. And a lot of them have been just, like, watching paint dry. But this season, one of them has finally left him. So it's really just been a very satisfying climax to the whole thing. It's just a trash fire. And he's a a horrible man. So... (laughs) So have you been
1: watching this in real time for 17 seasons, or have you just really caught up on
0: 17 seasons recently? Um, No. So I watched it on and off, but, I mean, you kind of get the gist. You could Mm -hmm. literally know nothing and come into an episode in season 17 and kind of understand what's happening and be riveted. But I've watched, I know the wives, I know sort of the dynamic. Like, there's a newer wife that came in, the third one, who, like, is... The only one he likes, but he, like, won't admit that. And then, like, he won't have sex with some of them. But then, anyway, it's a whole thing. But this season, it's, like, the ultimate trash fire. And I just think it's, like, the peak of reality television. So, But also, it's horrible. So that's why it's my low.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I was unclear of. I was like, what about it is also your low? <laughs> it's just
0: it's just trash. But um, it's just good trash. Finally... Okay. Finally edited trash. Okay. Yeah. And if you ever like have a sick day or a sick week, God forbid, uh, it's just a nice way to really turn off your brain and go to a different, darker place. Okay. So that that was my high and low. Tell me about your low. My low,
1: I guess, is only a surprise to me, I think. i I was overly optimistic about my deadline for my book edits. And I really had in my head this plan where I was going to do in three and a half weeks. And now saying this out loud, I realize that this sounds fully unrealistic, but I was like, I'm going to do like three rounds. Like I'll do a quick pass and then I'll do another one to like shore everything up. And then I'll do another one to just like make everything sparkly. It is going much slower than I anticipated. That's okay. I'm not going to miss my deadline, but I'm, I'm not swimming in time the way I hoped I was yeah and I'm freaking out a little bit it's really kind of a mind fuck because it's like this is the first time where somebody's maybe been more specific with me about edits as opposed to like here are some broad strokes things and there's almost like with every edit you kind of have to be like take it in and then you have to be like do I agree with this And then you kind of have to like reconcile it in your mind and like change, be like, okay, now the story in my mind has to change. Like it's, even though it's not, I'm not writing whole swaths of new work, like it even sometimes just changing
0: a sentence, I'm like, oh, why is this taking me like 20 minutes? Yeah. Well, it's totally new experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like that's okay. I I honestly feel like most parts of the book writing publishing process from what I've learned and the things I've done myself is just like realizing your expectations are not usually what reality is like in one way or another and adjusting accordingly.
1: Yeah. So I am working my way through slower than I expected, but I'm, I'm proud of myself that I'm showing up every day. Like I'm not
0: procrastinating. Like I am, I'm doing it. That's just not
1: exactly how I envisioned it.
0: Yeah. Understandable, but I believe in you. Thank you. Let's take a quick ad break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When I first started going to therapy, I expected it to be a way to find tools to deal with primarily anxiety and then stress. This turned out to be true, but it has also been the number one thing that has helped me understand myself, my needs, and my values better than ever. This is exactly why I think everyone can really benefit so much from finding a therapist that they love. And
1: BetterHelp is such a good option when it comes to stress-free therapy. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable, convenient, and offers video and chat options so you don't have to worry about awkward waiting rooms or sitting in traffic.
0: I know we all wish that life came with a how-to guide sometimes, but that is unfortunately just not an option. We're all just trying to figure things out day by day, and therapists can make that process feel so much less overwhelming and honestly a little less lonely too. They're trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills, which means you can become that much better at moving through anything and everything that life has to throw at you.
1: All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire on BetterHelp to match with a therapist, and if things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. Learn more and save ten percent off your first month at betterhelpcom paper. That's BetterHelp, hel pcom paper. We're so excited to have a guest today who needs no introduction, or shouldn't need any. Grace is back <laughs> for the week. Hi,
2: it's so good to be back.
1: I hope I don't mess up. I'm very out of practice. (laughs) Welcome back. We missed you. And I think that listeners also missed you. I know what has been going on with you in the interim, but I'm excited to have a little catch up and then talk gifts, which I feel like is one of your specialties because you always do gift guides for the stripe. Yes,
2: I love gift guides. They're very fun.
1: So like high level, what's been going on since you left? You left the podcast in March. And I feel like you've just been doing kind of nothing, like no big life milestones, (laughs) just like really just eating bonbons like I kind of gather. Is
2: that right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've just been sleeping till noon. I um, have a boozy lunch starting at 1 p.m. and then I go to bed Mm -hmm, usually mm -hmm. around 7 or 8. It's nice. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Actually, tell us what's been going on. So what has been going on? I mean, the biggest piece of news is I bought a house. I'm so happy with it. I can't wait for, I hope both of you will visit me. It's my dream home. I love it so much. It's kind of a mess right now, as you can see in the background. But I'm making progress every day with it. And it's just so pretty and cute. And owning my home has probably been my biggest goal for the past 10 years. So I've been saving and saving. And here we are. I have a house. Congratulations. It's beautiful from everything I've seen on Instagram.
0: And and honestly, even the background right now looks really great. You say it looks bad, but it kind of looks like artsy
2: <laughs> and cool yeah. anyway. It's
1: artsy clutter. Can I tell you the three parts that I'm most jealous about based on photos I've seen on Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Number one is your closet.
0: You showed the shoe wall
2: <laughs> and I died.
0: Oh, the shoe wall is very good, I will say
2: i'd say a shoe wall has been up there in terms of dreams of owning a house i have this great contractor he used to live in the house before me it's like the most serendipitous thing and i was like well we're gonna need to turn the office into the closet he's like i can do that i was like i'm gonna need a shoe wall and he's like i got it i got it i see your vision and he executed oh. perfectly so that's been really fun
1: and then this the second place i'm jealous of which i think is Tyrion's favorite place is your screened in
0: porch oh My god it's heaven oh it's very nice
2: it's it's actually really cold right now, so we haven't been out there. But it's it's really nice.
0: I love that you were the inspiration behind me googling cocktail oh. pool for the first time, mm. and I was like, first of all, what a cute way to describe that. Second of all, I know. Whenever you do that, if it's in like ten or twenty years or whatever, <laughs> I'll be there on Instagram watching.
2: Yeah, I want to do it next year so badly, but I have to find out like how much money I have to put down and how much money you pay when it's done because I just found out last week i have to get all the ducks for my hvac system replaced oh and no and that's like a very expensive project and a so necessity I'm... in charleston
0: absolutely <laughs> yes, Absolute yes exactly
2: so i just want it to be fixed and perfect and then i'll start thinking about the rest of the furniture i need to buy because there's quite a bit and then just like figuring out what the pool fund needs to be because i it, the funny thing about owning a house too is these expenses like something could be five hundred dollars or it could be ten thousand dollars and you could tell me and i'd be like okay sure i'll pay that i mean i run everything by my boyfriend and my parents because like (laughs) i obviously don't want to just get taken for a ride but i just have no idea how much any of this stuff costs
0: and you get different quotes from like a million different people and it's like how to know how do you know which is the right one it's it's that's a lot no wait becca what was your third thing
1: oh her green kitchen
0: oh that's beautiful (gasps) yeah Good it's so
1: beautiful, and the the marble
2: that goes all the way up the wall, oh, really does it for me. Yeah, I love the kitchen. I'm gonna have to cook more. <laughs> My dad was like, "So, what have you cooked in the kitchen so far?" I was like, "Scrambled eggs. I made a lot of salads. I cooked some salmon. I make a smoothie every day, which is not cooking. <laughs> That's cooking. It's so, it's putting yeah. food
0: together in a different
2: form than it came in." I think that counts. Yes. I feel like you should be yeah. like, dad, if you want this kitchen to get some exercise, come over anytime. I yeah. I know. I tried to host. I tried to get them to let me host Thanksgiving. But my dad was like, the turkey needs to cook. Like, I don't know how he does it. You know, he's very like, he, he, he's like, I'll need all day to cook the turkey. I'm not coming over your house early in the morning to cook the turkey. Fair. I was like, OK. Fair. <laughs> how uh, how so, long yeah. were you looking for a house? I think I started last fall it was pretty casual at first and then i think i started looking more seriously in january and then i found my place like mid-may and then we closed on the house in 23 days because the old owners who have yeah the old owners who have become like friends they're coming over on saturday which is fun that's cute Um, they it it is cute they're so nice and they're just like they have they're just great but they found their dream house and they were like, to my realtor and I, like, do you think that we can close earlier? And I I was fine with it as long as the loan went through. And so that was the only thing because like when you're getting one of these loans, it's like they just rake you over the coals. I mean, anyone who's bought a house knows this, but it's just like they will like they were like, we need a letter from your accountant certifying that they've worked with you for like however many years you've worked together just really random stuff like they had all my income information then they were like we need a letter from your building confirming that your lease move out date is what it is just like weird stuff oh things you wouldn't expect that you need so i just felt like i was for those like three weeks i was just I, it was my second job i was just like running around getting everything i needed
0: so the other thing I really wanted to talk to you about, Grace, is this collaboration you did in creating a pair of shoes with Sarah Flint, which seems like basically the dream for anyone that likes clothes at all. What was that entire
2: process like? Oh, it was so cool. When I was still doing the the podcast, we started working on it. We went to Vienna last October, so it took the the process took over a year to create the shoe, and we like one highlight for me was touring Schönbrunn Palace. I hope I said that right. It's one of the major palaces in Vienna. And every wall was just lined with like these beautiful jewel tone brocade fabrics. And I was like, Sarah, I think I want my shoe to be like one of these fabrics. And she's like, oh yeah, we can source that. And I was like, and it needs to be green because I love green. That was the first step. And then we got back and Her and her team sourced like 30 different fabrics to choose from. And so we did that. And, you know, at first they had this like really – I could talk about this for too long, so cut me off if I go over. But at first they had this like really, really bright green that I thought was so pretty. But then I – it's weird because when it's a shoe, you kind of like – it's not the same as clothes. Like it has to be a little more – Neutral, And this is not a neutral shoe, but it's it's more of a deeper, like, forest green versus an emerald, and I think that translated to be a lot more wearable. And then originally, I wanted to do just a pump, but Sarah was like, you know, Mary Janes are really, really – it's like a big trend for fall. Would you be open to that? And then I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. So we changed that. And then one fun thing was like picking out the little accents and things like the elastic trim and the piping. We went back and forth on piping for like weeks because there was like, we couldn't find a tonal binding. Originally it was gold, adding the pearl button. It was just like so many fun little details, but like each little detail took a lot of time and, and thought because you only get one shot. Like you want it to be perfect pearl button or the perfect binding or the right shade of green because this is you know you you, you're only picking one i probably sound ridiculous but it was really fun
0: no it's fun to hear the inside baseball yeah would you do it again are you doing it again are there more shoes in the future i would
2: totally do it again but I don't think we have any plans to do another one. The one thing we I'm working on is I have a line of like very fun active wear coming out with Addison Bay this spring. And it's going to be, there's some dresses, there's some fun like culottes and wide leg pants. There's some pullovers. Like it's kind of like, it's, it's not, I think active wear is the way to describe it. It's not like stuff you'd wear to the gym. I mean, you could, there's a leggings and sports bra set, but it's like kind of like leisure clothing, I guess would be the word to, to describe it. And I'm really excited about that. Like I love to share previews of things and the team has kind of been like, maybe can you wait a little bit? <laughs> and so I haven't shared anything to my channels yet besides like the color palette, which is there'll be uh, a lot of white pieces forest green, navy blue, and then orangey red, like a fire, like a fiery orangey red. Oh, that
0: sounds awesome. Congrats on that too.
2: Thanks. I think product collaborations are probably my favorite piece of the job because it's so fun to work with a designer who actually trusts you and wants you to put your stamp on something. Like it's a huge honor and it's also just super fun. And you get to create something that you that you want. Like every partnership I've done has it's like, oh, I wish that existed. Yeah. Um, so that's. Fun. I
0: imagine it's really really rewarding.
2: It is. It's like so much fun to get samples and like see it all. What else yeah. is going on workwise? Anything else fun and exciting you want to update us on? Oh, I'm just in the middle of all my gift guides, which just take a long time to do. But it's, I I enjoy it. Like I just, I mean, I've just been like online, like trying to find all the items and then reading my site, which I think was after the podcast. So I have a new site layout. We've kind of changed the shopping format a little bit, but every single item I have to go into Photoshop and make like the little square grid that you see below the collage and add the link and write the copy. So writing blog posts has just gotten to be a lot more work. I like to think that it's a better user experience, so I don't mind, but blog posts have started to take a lot longer, especially the shopping ones. The site is beautiful though. The redesign is really nice.
1: I feel like today will be a good appetizer of gift guides. We'll we'll get a couple of gift ideas and there's more on your site. Yes. What about personal life? What's going on What's going on with your boyfriend? What's going
2: on with your family? What's going on with your cat? Yeah, so my family is all great. My boyfriend is great. I was just in LA with him for his birthday. We did some fun things. We went to Universal Studios. We did a night at Shutters. We had a really nice dinner with his whole family at his parents' house. He grew up in Malibu. We go up there a lot. It was just a really, really great – I think I was there for six days. And then what's really fun is he comes on Tuesday – because this year we're doing the holidays together, oh, so nice. he, yeah, um, so he's having Thanksgiving with my family, and then I'm going to Christmas with his family. So That's I'm exciting. excited. I've I've literally never. This is I sound. I'm 41 years old. I've never not had Christmas with my family, but I think living in the same city as them makes it a little bit more manageable. So there's that. And then you said the cat. The cat is great. He. I think that like he gave me a look the other day and sometimes I just like to interpret what he's saying. And I think he's like, We're finally where I deserve to be. He's got his start in a loft bed in in Murray Hill where like (laughs) it was just us in one tiny room. Like there was a mouse that he was really scared of. I climbed up a ladder every night to go to bed. Then we moved to Brooklyn and we were there for five years. And he loved Brooklyn because there was doors and there was more space. Then he moved to Charleston, he got a giant window, so he was like, I'm leveling up, and I have my own room with the guest room, and now he's got stairs, he's got a screen porch. I'm like, are you finally happy, or like, is this good enough for you? He's, I think it's he's good thriving. enough He's thriving. He's thriving. It's really yeah. nice that you're able to provide your cat with the life that he
1: deserves, because he's, yeah. he's been, he's had champagne taste for a long time now, and he's finally <laughs> just like getting into his his peak, his peak Tyrion
2: yes. phase. Thank God. I will tell you a funny story. When I was in L.A., we realized that we could talk to the cat through the c- security camera. Grace, no.
1: <laughs> Don't torture <So> we, him.
2: <laughs> we looked at him. No, we, I wasn't. I thought it would be nice. And I realized it was not nice. So I won't ever do it again. <laughs> we we looked on at him and he was like lounging on the couch. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he's so cute. So we started talking to him. And he was like, at first he like jumped up. He looked like so excited, like, oh, she's here. Oh, yay. And then he didn't oh. see me. And he just, he looked in the direction of the camera and just like gave the, like the most disdainful look and then walked out of the room. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <I was like, laughs>
0: he knew. I feel like he knew I was exactly like, what you did and he wasn't okay with it.
1: So part of the reason we asked you back is because we wanted to catch up with you and hear what was new. But the other part was that we... We've never done this before, you and I, but um, we wanted to do a mini gift guide. And so we picked five different people and price points, and we each brought a gift idea for each of these people. Drumroll, please.
0: Oh, yeah. Drumroll. Wow. We're really leading up to it. I know. A lot of anticipation.
1: Okay. So the first person we are gifting is a work bestie for $20. Grace, do you want to kick us off? What did you bring for your work bestie for $20?
2: I'm going to caveat this. Like if you have – I think it's always fun to get like a personal item for their desk. And you, listener, know that person better than I do. So I think about like the flamingos that you had on your desk when we worked together at Bobble mm-hmm. Bar or like all the random – like when I had a Furby. Mm-hmm. A Furby is, is more than $20. So I picked a little bit more generic things. I think a fun ornament is so great. Furbish Studios has the best selection of ornaments. So I would would go there and like you can find like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg ornament or a David Bowie one or a taco or probably a flamingo or whatever you're looking for. And then the other thing I was going to suggest is a nice mug. Mm -hmm. If the person like doesn't really want wouldn't want an ornament. Like I think having a nice mug for the coffee machine at work is always really, really special.
1: Oh, I like that. Both great choices. Olivia, what have you brought for your work bestie for $20?
0: My thing is actually something that I picked up when I was in Charleston. And I went to the store called The Tiny Tassel, which Grace was like, after we had lunch together, she was like, you got to go to the store. So I went to the store, really cute. And they had this notepad that just says at the top, what shall I fuck with today? Which really just (laughs) made me laugh. And... I have a million notepads, but like one that just kind of makes me smile a little bit is always a great addition. So I figured other people might like it. So that one is sold out on their site, but they also have another one that just has an illustration of raccoons going through a trash can. And then it says today's garbage at the top. <laughs> love. I I really love both of those. So, um, yeah, if you're in Charleston, go to the the tiny tassel. I'm really taking over for Grace now. <laughs>
2: like Yeah. Fully. No, they have a great. Online shop too.
0: Yes. Yes, definitely. And I shared this on Instagram and people seem to love it. So yeah, that's my suggestion. What's yours, Becca?
2: I feel like
1: we're all on a very similar wavelength. So I also went stationary. This was my obsession a few weeks ago and I remain obsessed with it. So the Erin Condren personalized notepads. So you can get legal pads. They have tons of different designs where you can get the top in different colors, patterns, whatever. And then it's personalized with your name on every sheet of paper. And so there's two different sizes. You can get smaller ones. There's two for 18 or like eight and a half by 11 is two for 20. So I think, I mean, it doesn't include shipping, which would put you over 20. I would get like two notepads with their name on it. I think that's just like, I don't know. It makes me feel so special every time I use my personalized legal pad.
0: Yeah. I love that. Me too. So the next category is a gift for a mom or a mother figure in your life. Does anyone want to go first with their suggestion? And I I think we said we'll keep it under $250 for listeners reference.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I picked something that I have gifted before. And I also picked something that I think you can like scale up or down based on how much you want to spend. Because I get for some people, you know, you want to spend so much money on your mom. And some people you're like, I'm on a budget. I can't afford that. Okay. So I think a really fun gift, if your mom doesn't have it, is an air fryer. Oh, the best. I got this for my aunt, I think, two years ago. I got the same one that I have, which is on the smaller side. It's a 2.75 quart one. We can link it in the show notes. It's by the brand GoWise. I picked it because it comes in cute colors. It's the same one that... Grace, do you still have yours?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. I have
1: the yellow one. Yeah. So that's like $40. So you could start and end there. If you if your mom is cooking for more people, you might want to get a larger one, which would be slightly more expensive. Then if you want to add on to that, um, I I think I got my aunt as well, a bunch of air fryer cookbooks so that she knew what to do with it and could like pick out different recipes or like places to start because she's not really like an online recipe type person. And then if you want to keep going, I feel like you could either do like some kind of like kitchen accoutrement, like um, I feel like Brightland olive oil, like one of the... Tiny tongs. The tester... Well, that's only $10. Like, the tester gift set would be really fun. Full
2: disclosure. Wait, what are the tiny tongs? <laughs> I can buy you some tiny tongs. I bought what, tiny Becca's tongs. Becca's
0: obsession last week was a tiny pair of tongs, which is exactly what it sounds I like. I haven't
2: listened to that episode yet, but it, I was like, what is this? They're great. They're just, like, little tiny tongs. I'm
1: getting so much you said. What of them. are you doing with them? You need them for an air fryer. I'm tossing things, like salads. I'm, like, picking things out of my air fryer with them. It's great. Yeah. See? It but anyway, with the Brightland olive oil, I wouldn't actually use that in an air fryer because I feel like that would be wasteful. I feel like it's like more for salad dressing and stuff. But it, you know, kitchen gift. Or um, I got, when I was upstate a few weeks ago, I got this really beautiful Frederick's and May cutting board. That's like, the one I got is rainbow. They also have a black and white mm-hmm. one. Like depending on your, your mom's kitchen decor and taste, like It's a nice I think it's $95 like it's a very nice expensive cutting board so I feel like you could kind of take the gift and like keep adding on to it or you could be like just the air fryer for $45 and that's it but that was a very popular gift. My aunt then since replaced hers because she decided she wanted a bigger air fryer but she's gotten very into (laughs) air frying.
0: I'm 100% on board with gifting an air fryer it's the best invention in my opinion.
2: What did you guys bring for a mom?
0: Grace do you want to go?
2: Yeah, so I brought – this feels boring compared to that, but it's it's nice. I brought a really nice cashmere wrap, and for that, I would go to either Theory or Kuyana. And the reason I got it is that I think it's – like, it's just – it's a nice thing, and it's very luxurious, and it's something that she probably wouldn't buy for herself. I've gotten my own mom a couple throughout the years. My mom's allergic to wool, so, she, so I get her, like, cotton ones and things, and she always really likes them.
1: I love that. I feel like that's such a good thing to spoil your mom with something they wouldn't buy for themselves.
2: Yeah. Our old one was always the night pillow, Mm -hmm. but they don't make the pillow anymore, which is sad.
0: I feel like my mom, every formal event we go to, like a family wedding, she's like, I wish I had like a shawl or or like a wrap. Mm, Yeah. Every single time. So mine is something that I've gifted before. I've also just purchased for myself, but it's Monica Vinader. I don't know if you've ever shopped. Mm -hmm. Their jewelry. Mm-hmm. I just had to Google that pronunciation. I've been pronouncing it wrong my entire life. But anyway, for this episode, you you all get the correct pronunciation. I love their jewelry, just all together, everything. But they have these pendants, which are really beautiful. They also have lockets. The locket pendant, I think, is on sale for, I think, 170 something right now. But you can also get it engraved, which I love an engraved piece of jewelry. I have one of the pendants I wear all the time. I think I'm going to get another one for the new year with like a a word to focus on or something cheesy like that. But anyway, I've, I've gotten that for my mom um, and engraved things on there. My brother and I have done gifts together. It's just a really great company with quality pieces. And I feel like it's a nice like sentimental touch. If you, if you want to go that direction.
1: I love that. All right. Next up, we have a best friend gift under a hundred dollars for your, your non-work best friend. Grace, what did you bring
2: for us? Okay, I found these via um, Gloria. So I love that newsletter. I just think they have great picks. They have great articles. Like as a now (laughs) 40-something, I really relate to it. I think their tagline is like it's for women who are not yet old but not young, which I still think I'm very young. But um, they featured this company called Tack Shop. And so the website is just taktakgoods.com, I believe, or – my Shopify.com, And they have these face cups. Becca, I think you would actually really love these. What's a face cup? So it's a clear glass cup. And then the, it has but, like two little knobs on the sides, their ears. And then a, each face has it ha, each one has a face. So you can get happy, sad, surprised, salty. You can have your face have earrings. There's one that's not impressed. I think it. they're $68 each. Wait, so this um, is a glass that you drink out of. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's I thought so you were talking okay. about
0: cupping, for su- like facial cupping. Me,
2: too. <laughs> oh. Me, too. Oh, no. Sorry. It's it's a drink. It's a drink. I thought for the cups, like,
0: corresponded with, like, uh. the emotion you wanted to show. And I was like, okay, happy. Oh my gosh. I get that. Like, you'd kind of put the cups up. And then I was like, wait, sad? Why would you want? No. <laughs> that was my fault. I, my brain yeah. is moving slow. Salty or
2: unimpressed. No, Olivia, no. I was in
1: the same place with you. And I was like, why do you want it decorated? <laughs> what does that matter?
2: oh my gosh they're so cute I want to get a set with like happy and sad or or happy and salty they're just like they're really like they're beautiful wait say the name of the brand again oh, I have to look this up tack tack how do you spell it T-A-K-T-A-K.
0: T-A-K-T-A-K I'm looking it up too
1: oh so T-A-K-T-E-K is a firearms company and I was like Grace what
0: are you leading us to wait I'm suggesting the gun next so no
2: they also have oh my god these are so they're really cute They also have vases, which I, the vases are insane. I want everything on this website. It's It's really cool. Oh, this is very
0: fun. This is a, oh, I love this website already. Oh, I love the vases. Yeah. Wow. So
2: that's, that's what I, that's what I'm probably most proud to be bringing in terms of gifts. This Okay. Cute.
0: You did it. This is really cute. Oh, the
2: candles. Oh,
0: this is a good website. Yeah.
2: Olivia- All the vases are sold out right now, which is oh, sad. No. It's just, oh, there's a
0: dog. It's an ice cream cone stand. I I guess I need that now. Anyway. Olivia, what did you bring for a bestie? Uh okay, so I I struggled with this one, but I kind of focused in and I chose a gift specifically for a best friend who loves to read and likes books, like physical books. Mm-hmm. So I suggested a book embosser from Etsy. You can get all different kinds of custom, person personalized uh, stamps. It's like, I if you don't know what a book embosser is, it like imprints the page with like "Library of Olivia" or whatever. Uh, and you can get like a rose gold embosser or gold. Uh, you can get initials on it. I've always just like wanted to have a library. And I thought that would be really fun if someone's into books. So That that's is my very fun.
2: Yeah. I good. also kind of
0: like that. that
1: personally because I feel like I pass on lots of books and I would just love to know where they ended up.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's very fun.
0: What about you, Becca?
1: This is the category where I did the worst. It was I, hard. I went really generic here. And I feel like a best friend is usually something where I try to go more personal and like get something for them specifically. Oh, I can actually tell you a different gift. Wait, I'm going to change my mind. Oh. Okay, wait, I'll tell you both. Okay. So what I was originally going to bring is a hotel lobby candle and a piecework puzzle. I feel like anytime I talk on my Instagram stories about hotel lobby candles, I just get so much intrigue and people are like a little bit wary because of the price point. And I feel like if you have a friend who likes little luxuries You could just give them both of these things as like a fun, cozy night in type gift. And I feel like with the right kind of person who maybe is like an online type person who knows what a hotel lobby candle is, I feel like they would be really excited. I personally would probably get them the New York scent, which is currently out of stock. But I I think they're restocking soon because I think the holiday ones, I don't know. I feel like that would be a slightly weird gift because then the holidays are over. So I would maybe go with New York, which is, like, more general winter. That's a great idea. Okay. Then the other thing that I just thought of that you reminded me of, Olivia, was last year for my friend Ashley for Christmas. I think it was last year. I got her an Etsy print. And you could get a custom illustration that is um, the spines of five favorite books.
0: I love that. Yeah.
1: And – so I, I, I had to ask her. I only knew a couple of her favorite books off the top of my head. It would be really fun if you could surprise somebody. And then it's like a really lovely illustration. And it's like such a cute, I got it framed at Framebridge. And so it's like a cute piece of art for your office. But it's also like just, I don't know, it's very personal. So, so I have to cute. look up the store where I got that. But we'll link it in the show notes.
0: I love that. So moving on to guy gifts, which I personally find the most difficult to shop for, pretty much across the board, doesn't matter who it could be, literally any male. What what did you all bring for your under $100 gift for a guy? I went real rogue. Oh. I
1: struggled real hard. I was going to say slippers. I couldn't come up with anything interesting. And then I realized the thing that all of my friends' husbands are obsessed with, like obsessed is their tushy bidet
0: oh my god (laughs) (laughs) is that under a hundred dollars it's currently on sale for 99 is this like the new version of the squatty potty because like i feel like for a while it was like everyone had the squatty potty
2: the the squatty potty is like a stool and you put it not to be gross you like squat so it like makes pooping easier this the tushy i believe is like a bidet and it like rinses your butt Oh, yeah, yeah, you hook it I mean, up like, to a waterline. Is water the line? newest,
0: hottest toilet accessory?
1: I
2: oh, I, I, I don't was, know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but what I do know is that all of the men who are married to my friends
0: are obsessed with theirs. I love that you know that. hmm That's probably a really good idea, honestly.
1: I feel like this would work for a partner or for a brother. You could be like, hey,
0: everybody poops. <laughs> yeah. Here's a bidet. I've yeah, never a used a bidet, actually. I
1: haven't either. All of my friends have them at their houses because their husbands are obsessed with them. And I'm really scared that I'm going to like somehow come out of the bathroom soaking wet and have to be like <laughs> things happened.
2: I had the I used it experience. at the rest at a restaurant. It wasn't a bidet. It was just this the seat is a whole different shape. But the this just goes on the seat, right? Yeah, it's like an attachment to your to your existing toilet yeah. seat. I've used one before. I like when it like blows warm air on you. Ooh, I don't think this one does it. I think it's just it's water. Nice. Okay. Well, then. Is it warm water? I don't want to get splashed with cold water. I have no answers for you. I imagine
0: (laughs) it would have to be warm, right? Yeah.
2: What did you both
1: bring for a guy gift, Olivia?
0: I went with my classic, which is the Sephora cologne sampler. Mm. This is $72, and it comes with 12 cologne samples. And then the best part is it also comes with a gift certificate or like a reimbursement certificate for a full-size cologne of any of the colognes in the sampler i feel like it's just a really great value and then whoever it is can use all the samples for traveling then they can get a full-size one it's great for people who like are picky i just i think it's a great gift i love That's that i never and heard of they don't before. like cologne Bombas socks i feel like every human being i know loves bombas including myself yep and most men i know so both solid gifts i think what about you, Grace?
2: So this is actually kind of funny. When I was in L.A., I had to record like a Instagram story reminder for Dagny Dover. So I was showing my tech organizer and my boyfriend was like, what is that? I want that. That looks cool. And so I, I ordered him one in black. It's just a nice thing for travel, especially if, if it's a guy in your life that travels a lot. It Holds all of your cords really orderly. So, you know, you have like I have an extra charger for both my laptop and my phone that just live in my suitcase. It has a little slot for a notepad or an iPad or a Kindle. Um, it just it keeps everything nice in one place.
0: Oh, that's a very good That Sounds very satisfying to use. Yeah, very good. Yeah,
2: it is satisfying. Like I, I love like wrapping my cords up and putting them into the little slots.
0: Yeah, yeah, gosh, I need one. Jake would also love that, I think. So maybe I'll get that for Christmas, yeah. actually.
2: I think it's a universally beloved gift.
0: Excellent choice. Last one is fun. I love stocking stuffers. These are my favorite kind of gifts. The random ones. Yes. What are your choices?
2: I got two choices here. So one is an ice roller, which is like one of my favorite beauty essentials. I think it's $13. So sorry. That's okay. But it's worth the extra $3. You can get it on Amazon. I keep it in the freezer if I've had too much to drink or i have not enough sleep or I mean, I swear to God, ever since I hit, like, 35, like, my face just takes longer to wake up. So this thing's a godsend. Then um, my other one is school supplies because school supplies mm-hmm. are fun. Um, I was going to say transparent Post-it notes, which oh. I have them right here. They're just a little bit different from a regular Post-it note here. I'm going to show it to you.
0: I know. They're very it's cool like looking.
2: Translucent. Oh, I
0: want that. I don't know what I would use it for, but I want it.
1: Can you write on them with any type of pen or only specific types. Yeah,
2: yeah, you mm-hmm. can. And then my other thing is true red pens. Have you guys no, you know, I have used... a lot of pen thoughts that I'm not I'm not very pen adventurous. My whole thing was I would go to a hotel like anytime I stayed in a nice hotel, I'd save the pen and use it or a nice restaurant. And then it would be like the memory. Jen from the fashion magpie was here in Charleston. And she brought me a gift, which was like, so lovely. She brought me like a little like, basket of pens and she was like these are my favorite pens i thought you'd really love them and i love these that's pens. my kind of so person I, I don't know who yeah. that is
0: but if anyone showed up to my home um, with like these are my favorite pens i would like probably marry them like like you should follow perfect. her blog sorry oh, jake. i will yeah <laughs>
2: yeah jake just she's a great writer forget flowers just yeah. bring me pens yeah i was like this is a really wonderful present thank you <laughs> that's amazing yeah
0: Good choices. Okay, uh my stocking stuffer is a classic. It's a silicone cover for the Apple TV remote, which oh. is a slippery bastard. I don't know if you guys have the Apple TV remote, but mm-hmm. that thing is so small and so slippery and gets into every crevice. So the silicone case just obviously makes it easier to hold, easier to find. They have bright colors. There's also one that like is big, so it makes it into like a full-size remote like you'd have in like the early 2000s, which Seems weirdly satisfying to me. I don't have that one, but uh, yeah, that's my stocking stuffer idea. Okay, Becca,
1: I brought something that I think is a crowd pleaser for literally anyone in your life: extra long phone charging cord.
0: Oh, oh yes, smart, good yes. one, good one.
1: Yeah, you can get them in a two pack on Amazon for seven ninety nine. and is this like the ten foot cord. Yeah, the ten foot cord. Nice. And they have pretty colors too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can the the one that I picked. Only comes in white and pink, but yeah, you can find other colors, I'm sure. Literally, who does not need a ten foot charging cord?
0: It's, that's it's really true. smart. I have one here right now. It's the best. Yeah.
2: I think if you got all these things, you could fill a stocking. Absolutely. That's true. I'd i feel like that we stocking. did it. I, I would feel like we gave some good too. gifting yeah. advice here. I think it was solid. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, also tiny tongs.
2: <laughs> I don't understand what makes tiny tongs better than big tongs. I don't know, but do you know how they sometimes just when Is you Is it just they're small and cute?
0: They're not that small. They're just like smaller.
2: Yeah, they're smaller. But
1: you know how sometimes, or not sometimes, all the time, how you don't like to eat with a big spoon? Just me? Okay. <laughs> once, wanna... once a month, like, once you feel a month, like being now, a baby we talk and about just... small
0: utensils. I don't know how this I keeps love coming small up. Utensils. It's like without fail, every episode, it's like, but you know, this tiny spoons, the tiny tongs. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Let's keep it going, but.
2: I have a anyway. tiny spatula that I really like for my, like cooking my Ooh, eggs, but I don't nice. have t- any other tiny stuff.
0: <laughs> well, we could change that. going to start has a with a
2: tiny spoon. <laughs> I feel so like fun.
0: Amazon, uh, yeah. I mean, Becca has an Amazon page. It's just tiny kitchen tools. <laughs> well, I,
1: I only have the tiny tongs. I mean, silverware, I just have like, you know, salad forks. I just prefer. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I support sense. you.
2: Okay. Grace. You have been a pleasure to have. Will you come back again? Yeah, any. I told you anytime. I just don't want the responsibility of posting. <laughs> I'll, I'll come on whenever you want me. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: I look forward to it. Do you want
2: a
1: desperation minute? <laughs>
2: Um, if you don't, if you're a newer listener, because I think a lot, Olivia probably brought a, a lot of new listeners who don't know who I am. Oh, yeah. We
1: probably did take for granted that everyone here knows.
2: Yeah. So originally, <laughs> I back think at, everyone
1: knows who you are, but that's okay. very nice
0: of you to say.
2: I have an Instagram. It's Grace Atwood. I have a blog. It's the Stripe. I have an email newsletter, which is linked on my blog and on my Instagram. And I send that out every Friday.
0: And you do your highs and lows in that, right?
2: Yes, I do. I moved that there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been kind of fun. I love, uh, love that. Yeah. Well, this was great. Thank you guys for having me back. I miss you both.
0: Let's get into some end matter quickly. Yes. Tell me about your obsession. So I have uh, wandered
1: into healthy cooking meal prep TikTok which Mm. I am frankly delighted by. It is not something I saw coming for me.
0: That's different than the TikTok I've ended up on, which is just people shaping butter into various objects. It sounds more helpful though, so please continue. Well, so
1: I've ended up here and I have been saving a few and I made these air fryer chicken wraps. It's like, it's kind of a no recipe recipe. It's like, take some chicken thighs and put some taco seasoning and honey on it and then like put it in the air fryer for this amount of time at this temperature and then assemble it into a wrap. I did this last Sunday. So basically the first week that I was going to start getting into my book edits and I made four of them, four wraps, and I just reheated them for lunch every day. They were so delicious. I did not get sick of a little them. meal prep. I'm obsessed with this recipe I feel like I'm going to do this more often. I feel like I'm going to do this until I get sick of them. But anyway, I'll put the um, TikTok that I am referring to in the show notes. And if anyone would like to make them,
0: I found the recipe to be great. That sounds delicious. And it's making me very hungry, actually.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm hungry too.
0: What about you? What are you obsessed with? My obsession is the Mark Fisher Izzy Boots, which have been all over the place for a while now but I had never tried them until recently. The brand actually sent me the boots in three colors, which is admittedly a bit excessive but also kind of thrilling. But um they are the lace-up boots that have like the I guess it's like a Oh yes, like a Sherpa I, I material d- tongue. I
1: did not know these by name, but I do know them by sight.
0: They almost look like Fancy person hiking boots. I don't think you would probably want to hike in That's, them. Yeah, I don't know if you would. Although someone told me on Instagram that they have hiked in them for a couple of miles and they were comfortable. They have like the hmm. lug sole bottom, which is the rubberized grooved bottom that makes it easy to walk in slippery conditions. They are really great, though I will say on one foot the first time wearing them, I got a huge blister on my heel. The other one, completely fine. I think maybe I was wearing them too tightly or something. Anyway, just a word of warning. I really like them.
1: I really like the looks of these. Oh,
0: Mark I... Fisher, are you out there? Are you listening? Ooh. What size are you? I have two extra pairs. I'm a size 10. What size are you? Oh, I'm a nine and a half. Oh, yeah. I'm a nine and a half ten. 10. Oh, I'll be, I'll save one for you. Send them my way. I'll have to choose which one I want. They're three different colors. Okay. It's going to be a hard decision, but for okay. you, I will sacrifice I'll take one. your cast
1: offs. <laughs> I'll take your cast offs. What about reading? What have you been reading this week?
0: So I haven't read that much, maybe because I'm watching too much Sister Wives. It's possible. But I did finish Bad Vibes Only by Nora McInerney, who we interviewed last week. I was about 75% of the way through it when we interviewed her. Anyway, I finished it. It was lovely. It's funny. It made me feel so much less alone in some ways and then also helped me just understand how other people think a little more too. It was just a really nice reading experience that I think a million different people would relate to. So really great.
1: Yeah, I haven't actually gone back to, I'm like halfway through the audio, but I'm excited to finish it. And I really do stand by what I said last week that because she reads the audio herself and maybe it's because I follow her on Instagram. So I like already know what her voice sounds like, but I feel like she's just like gossiping with me. Yeah, she's- It feels very personal in a fun way that then is like, Oh yeah, you're not having this experience. Like we're not actually this isn't a two-way street. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: She's uh she's great. Yeah. But what did you read this week?
1: I read It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. So I had seen Tessa Bailey at a another book event in conversation with another author for the launch of that author's book, and I was so won over by Tessa Bailey. She was just like so fun and so personable. And I started following her on Instagram and on TikTok. And I just like, think she is, she just has such a great personality. Like I want to be friends with her. So I was really curious to check out one of her books. And I think I had been sent her books in the past. And I was just like, eh, I don't think so. Not for me, but this is her most popular one. It came out, I think in 2020 and it's uh kind of based off of Shit's Creek like it's um, the main character is basically like Alexis from Shit's Creek like a very famous heiress who gets sent to a small town in a coastal I don't know if it's Oregon or Washington State like somewhere in the Pacific Northwest ends up having a romance with like a very gruff boat captain slash fisher like crab fisherman oh it was I mean look it was very cheesy, but I thought it was really well done. It was hot. It was well written. It knew what it was. Like I felt like it was self-aware where it wasn't like, this is great literature. It
0: knew what it was. I thought it was a blast. I thought it was really, really fun. I've heard a lot of good things about Tessa Bailey. Like people love her books.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she has a fandom like Colleen Hoover. So I was just, you know, I, I, Wasn't really won over by the descriptions of any of them, but like seeing her in person, I was just like, I really like this person. And so I dipped in, I loved it. There's a sequel that follows the sister of this, the main character in this book. I don't think I'm going to read it. I I didn't really love the sister, Mm -hmm. but I'm excited to see more from, from Tessa Bailey. And I think we might have her on the podcast to talk about Spicy books.
0: Oh, I... Sometime in the spring. Cannot wait for that. Cannot wait for that. And I'll have to you read... You just said that like you you didn't already know that. I did. I did know that, but I forgot. <laughs> so I was kind of like okay. remembering it along with you. I don't know. Okay. It's 5 p.m. and it literally looks as if it is the middle of Midnight. Arctic night outside. So fully. I'm fully. shutting down. But <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for the interview and I'm excited to check out some of her books in the meantime.
1: Yeah, they're really fun spicy kind of tropey romances. Love it. And if neither of those appeal to you, we do have our book club next week. It's our last book club of the year because we are only doing two episodes in December so that we can take a little bit of holiday time off. So our November book club pick is The Cloisters by Katie Hayes. And it is a suspense novel, I guess I would call it, about a woman who graduates from college and takes a prestigious job with the Met Museum, and she gets stationed at the Met Cloisters, which is a real place. And she gets sucked into all of the staff drama there and also gets sucked into the hunt for the world's first tarot deck from the Renaissance. So there's a bit of a a historical mystery involved there, too. It's set over summer, but it feels very fall to me. And I think like the vibes are very like dark academia, like gothic mystery type vibes. Yeah, it's a little spooky. Yeah, it's a little spooky. So I'm very excited to talk to everyone about this next week. And in the meantime, come hang with us in the Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram at Bad on Paper Podcast.
0: And I'm on Instagram at Olivia Mentor. And I'm on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman. And Tiny Tongs is on Instagram at... <laughs> I'm just, I'm just... Oh, I wish Tiny Tongs was on Instagram.
1: I feel like you could just put some googly eyes on them and like...
0: Do you remember Stick Stickly? <laughs> yeah. Why am I imagining a pair of Tiny Tongs with like, you know, the headphones that you guys had in the the podcast episode? Mm-hmm. I'm picturing that as our mascot. A pair of Tongs mm-hmm. with headphones on, reading mm-hmm. a book. I love this.
1: I love this. I'm picturing starting some kind of like web series where like the tongues are like the main character and it has (laughs) googly eyes on it. And maybe there's multiple sizes and it's a family of tongues. I mean,
0: we are taking two weeks off in December. I feel like this may be how instead of taking the time off, we develop this.
1: Somebody come check on me if this comes to fruition, because it means I am not okay. I
0: can't wait for the review that's like, I really wish they would stop talking about the tongs for Christ's sake. Just stop. I
1: really wish that person would try tiny tongs.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. If we ever open up a merch store, nothing. There will be nothing people want, but branded tiny tongs for all.
1: Oh, my God. But wait, like, what if we had sweatshirts and it just had a pair of tongs, googly eyes, and then it said, like, bad on paper and it made no sense and no
0: explanation? I love shirts that make no sense, to be honest. This, oh. Maybe this will happen. Who knows? Watch out, knows? 2023. We're coming for you. Okay. We're bringing our tongs. <laughs> That's
1: all. And they're tiny.
0: <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> oh.